back to 95 What happened that I got lost in the calamity of the sea You missed out on all the warning signs Though doubtful you'd have noticed even if they weren't neon lights Michael, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. So we'll keep it simple. We're both in the same country, different parts of it. So the weather's oh, yeah. a bit crap at the moment as it is. Um, how are you doing yeah. overall at the moment? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Just come off the run of um, six gigs in a row, which is fun. So I'm a bit, a bit tired today, but at least I can have a day of recuperation, you know, and just relax a little bit. Exhausting, as you say, but fun nonetheless. Um, yeah. You know, it's always good to have these opportunities, uh, you know, particularly it's such a busy gig calendar at the end of the year. Everybody's out yeah. and about doing something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've just got like gigs on gigs on gigs at the moment, like hosting events and, you know, playing band gigs. Well, it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. But there's a lot of running around. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, I get yeah. Well, I mean, we are nearing the latter point of 2023. So as you reflect on the year that's gone by, are you satisfied with what you've personally been able to accomplish this year so far? Yeah, I'd say so. I've done yeah. loads. Like, I've basically put on, like, gigs every weekend, you know, giving, you know, giving local people the opportunity to play headline shows, putting on bigger shows, having people support, you know, providing a bit of, a platform for local musicians to perform you know i run a, i run a few open mics as well so it's a nice little community that you've got around you and then we've been doing all the stuff with i released an album um with i produced with one of the bands i'm in i produced mixed mastered recorded it all um in my front room more or less um and that's got like over twelve thousand streams and uh it's an hour long and it's, it's it's lovely it's really nice but it's a little bit depressing but you know there's beauty in the depression of it absolutely know? so yeah it's been fun um planning even more stuff trying to work on even more music you know yeah trying to fit all of it into, into the week yeah, I have to ask, then, from a busy perspective, uh, how does this year stack up against the previous couple? Say 2022 and part, well, 2021 doesn't really count, does it? Because we were still in yeah. this sort of pandemic period. Yeah, I mean, ever since we were kind of allowed to start seeing people again and, you know, all the restrictions started getting lifted and stuff, it's just been full on all the time. You know, I mean, like, I've been playing with the the anyone's ghost band which is the the band who's the album i put out i've been playing like gigs with them you know i've been playing my own stuff i've been playing with other people as well i was in a, a, an indie band for a bit playing bass just to, as like a something to do i guess yep. a bit of fun in it you know and um i was playing with one of the uh, the girls i manage who signed to the label so i was playing guitar for her a bit as well and you know so it's it's busy but it's a good laugh you know as long as you're enjoying it that's the most important thing yeah, that's what it's all about and that you know well i mean of course you are a singer songwriter you're an artist you're a producer yeah. you're the head of bread records you're part of yeah. the band 
anyone's yeah. ghost. Have I missed anything from that list? Uh, wait, promoter as well, right? Yeah, I put on gigs through the label. Yep. Um, so we, I've got one tomorrow at the Grafton Arms. Um, a lad from down south coming up, playing with his band. Okay. Nice, nice little folk punk evening. Should be really fun. Um, I've got a Halloween gig next week on the Friday uh, at Low 4 with uh, Outside Now, who are really, really good. Um, a couple of people supporting as well. And then I'm playing a gig in one of my old bands. Uh, like We do like a reunion gig every Halloween and playing that. So that'll be a good laugh. But how how do you keep all these plates spinning? I mean, you must have some way of keeping order to this. What sounds like someone's almost chaoticness. I have a, a very very chaotic Google Calendar and, <laughs> and like notepads with to do lists and like daily tasks and everything. It's it's a it's a confusing You're just managing. System. It's a confusing system, but it's not confusing to me. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like people look at it and they go, "Boom and heck, how do you keep how do you keep track of all that?" It, it, I, it just works for me. Do you know what I mean? People have different ways of organization. I think <laughs> you just gotta use what you can. You know. No, I completely understand it. Once you personalize something, you know, uh, from my perspective, I have three different programs and apps used to yeah. plan written reviews, video content, interviews, and things like that. And if I showed it to someone, they'd go, why the hell have you split it into three things? Why is it so messy yeah. and all that? It works for me. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, I've got countless Google documents and Google drives of everything to be like day sheets for gigs, logos for artists, promo picks. You know, I write a few reviews for the label for local artists and trying to keep on top of that. Like we do a Monday feature where it's a little video feature with like a, a song that's just come out by a local mm. artist. So then every Monday we put that out and it's all in Google documents. And I, I know where it all is. Yeah, that's all it matters. I wouldn't want anyone else to like try and find it all, but I know where it all is. Fantastic. Well, now I'm even more appreciative of your time because it probably it feels like to me like any little sit down moment like this is taking you away from something else you should be doing. Yeah, it's okay. Sometimes you sometimes you gotta like days of rest. Of course, yeah. yes. Mental well-being as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I do want to focus on you as an individual a little bit here. So, because obviously you are a singer-songwriter, you are a performer, yeah. you are an artist, you do this as well as helping others. So take me back to your earliest memories of wanting to play and perform music, and specifically. If you can remember it, what was the dream originally? When I was younger, I had like guitar lessons and from a young age all the way through to I was like 14, 15. And I just always was, it was just like a, my parents wanted me to do it, but I've never really thought that it would be a, a career, I guess, or mm. something to do. And then I, I moved to Scotland doing a job that I wasn't uh, amazingly happy with. And um, I just kind of used writing songs and performing as like an escape. Something to kind of take me away from all that work that I was doing mm. and you know, to go out and relax and meet people who, who wanted to listen to music and other songwriters 
And then I was like, okay, maybe this is what I want to do. And I just kind of thought, I'll, I'm going to do it regardless of what happens, you know. Didn't you put a finger on a specific point in time, an event potentially or so on, when you realised that you could do this professionally? I think... It kind of was like a gradual thing because before the pandemic, I was running like one open mic and I was playing a little bit and I was running the label recording music and that and then as the pandemic hit I just had a lot more time to do things you know which I know a lot of people who kind of drove themselves a little bit insane being stuck inside all the time but mm -hmm. I just kind of I just kind of used the time to do things like record music you know write up reviews for people we hosted a little on like virtual open mic in a little Facebook group and everyone would go live for like 20 minutes and play a song, a couple of Fantastic. songs. And it was, it was really lovely. And then kind of as we started, everything started open up again, more places were like, Oh, we'd love to get you doing stuff here and that. And then obviously the ball starts rolling a bit. So then we were able to, put on gigs at different places you know get people on who were out of town who, who were wanting to play in manchester and now i'm just emails uh, every day like every single day in my life you know it's it's fantastic that you've even got to this stage you know and um, we've already talked about your business so much already but you know just to reiterate that business you know that business is testament to your talents clearly because people are coming knocking because they want to be part of this what you're yeah. doing yeah and especially with like the artist signed to the label i don't we don't look at things like how much can you sell or you know how many how marketable is your music and you know how commercial is it and all that because i don't really think that should really be the sole focus if you if you're making a piece of art and it's it's a lovely piece of art then you should have people around you supporting you you know i think that's the most important thing how do you how do you at the moment what's your process to deciding who you sign to the label a lot of the time it is people that i kind of i think the main but the main thing that I will ever look at is how committed someone is to mm. their music, to creating music, how nice they are. That's always a good thing. Yeah. You know, like just if someone's a genuine, genuinely there for the music, you know, I think that's probably the most important aspect. So you'd give you'd give everyone a, uh, an opening shot, as it were, until you kind of like that kind of thing. I just sort of think like, do people submit to you, and then you listen to it, and you I, decide from that. I, I do get quite a lot of submissions, mm. uh, and so it it is just me doing this. So financially, it's not. I can't. I'd love to sign those people, but I don't have time. I don't have the, the money to market music pro efficiently. Like if I was if I had ten releases on the go every month. I'd be spending thousands and thousands of pounds just mm -hmm. on that, you know, and then you, you have to think about what, what comes into it as well. Studio cast, mixing, mastering, you know, promotional material. It's, uh, it's, there's it's a lot going on. Yeah. You've got to spend money to make money and you might not make the money. 
you know if you make anything anything at all it's a bonus these days mm. definitely definitely so going back to you specifically you know reading uh we've actually you know you, you you've done a couple of interviews written yeah. on the site in the past as well and sort of getting some of those there's something that stood out i mean i guess i want to see if there's truth behind this did you really switch to an electric guitar after seeing neil young play in hyde park yeah basically yeah yeah that much of an impact i remember i remember going and i I went basically on my own and i was just like i just want to go i just want to go and see him live and i remember being there and just being like this guy is this guy's like 70 something and he's still just going mental and like he played down by the river and it was like 27 minutes I'm like, how how does someone at 70 do that? That's that's just mm. real, you know. And you think like he had all of his uh, early folky country uh, stuff that was way more, arguably made way more popular. And then he was just like, oh, I really love this grunge revive like grunge scene, and just started doing it. You know what I mean? I, mean, I can't imagine that any like. Mod, like modern label would even accept that they'd just be like no you know you know like he did the um electronic album in the in was it 1984 mm. uh, transformer or something and the label basically said if you do that again you're gonna get dropped <laughs> so then he puts out a rock and roll album and then a country album just to spite him you know i think mean, it's the integrity in it you know he's yeah. he's just like his creative integrity is just so on point constantly. Doing what he wants and still being one of the biggest uh, names in music full stop, not even genre specific, just music yeah. full stop. Yeah, exactly. So then for you, what do you see as your biggest challenge to not just getting your name out, your stuff, but also the name of anyone's ghost and bread records out there? What's the biggest challenge? I, th- I definitely think financially, because you couldn't, if you had a, a, a budget of £10,000 a month to market music and to do marketing, you could go very far. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that, you know, especially in, you know, like the north of England, for example, where people are from the majority of a working class background. I know some very, very talented people who just don't have the funds necessary to do what they can you know mm-hmm. not be able to play a gig because i've got enough money to go on a train to this other yep. city you know things like that <clears throat> and it's unlikely they're going to make money at the start to be able to afford to do all that you know which is a shame but it's it's the way it, it's the way it is you know yeah i don't i don't have a i don't have a fix you don't have a fix it is the way it is yeah all we got to do is, I uh, think these days, although it's on social media and stuff like that, the word of mouth and talking about um, yeah. the local bands is still higher, very important. Yeah, of course, yeah. As a, like, and the reality is, if you look at any major label, there's a team of 30 people doing all individual aspects, like marketing and A&R, then, you know, advertising, photography, you know, bookings. And a lot of like independent musicians have to do all of that by themselves. And it is a lot. It's a lot of work. I I do it and it is a lot of work. You know? And fighting for space as well. Yeah. yeah, easily. You know, there's so much, so many people want to play music. And 
fair enough. Like that's that's the everyone should be able to play music, but it is there is so much going on all the time, you know, that it's difficult for people to. It's hard. It's hard enough to get people down to a gig nowadays, you know. Indeed, you know, I'm in a hotbed of uh, Gig C. I'm in London, and everybody comes to us uh, of a certain size. But obviously, on the local scene um, around the country, you know, I know the Manchester scene extremely well from the rock and metal perspective. Um, Travelled there, been to gigs, love the Breadshed, for example. And, um, you know, I would love to see these bands be able to come south. But where's the money coming from? Yeah, that's it. And, the, and when you look at how much it costs to get down there, if you don't drive, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, a lot of money to spend for a show yeah. that you probably, if you've got four people in a band as well, you can be, You'd be lucky if you, Yeah, if you're lucky enough to break even and not lose money, then, you know, you're, that's a yeah. win there alone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, easily. What do you drive most creative satisfaction from in all aspects of your professional life? Is it your solo work, anyone's ghost, the label? I think it's a lot. The events that we put on for the label, are, are like we've had some amazing events where I'm like, bum and heck, like how have we done this? Do you know what I mean? But then like the feedback from, so I produce all of the Anyone's Ghost music and it's very atmospheric. It's very soundscape based. You know, all of it is around the Wanda, the main songwriter, Wanda's composition. Yeah. But people turning around to me and being like, oh, I love this bit or this, like, and just like coming and saying little things and being like, that's just, it's so nice when someone connects with it. Do you know what I mean? Someone just actually is, you know, gives you a, a honest, good feedback. You know, I think that's easily the best. You know, like... Actually, I've produced other things as well. They're in the works at the moment, but I'm producing other things that are mm. a bit different because I want to kind of expand out and try different things, you know. Challenge but, yourself. But obviously, doing this alongside six days in a row gigs is a is a fun balance to have in your life, you know. Well, describe it for me then. What does a normal day in the life of Michael Webster look like? Um... So usually it's sorting out emails, uh, thinking about, I have like a big social media spreadsheet of all the social media posts I need to do every day. So or depends on what, what I need to do. You know, like maybe I'll write a review for, maybe that's the social media post I need to do. Maybe it's just something like posting about the gig that's happening tonight, thinking about Instagram stories, um, looking at like, oh, like ideas for production so if i have time i'll try and produce some music or record some music uh obviously with performing i have to kind of practice I'll, i'll i try and practice like every day yeah sometimes it can happen but i always try and practice every day you know there's admin you know all the boring like typing out work that you've got to do the things, the organization behind gigs, you know, marketing things, all of that, thinking about marketing plans and strategies and mm. all of that, all that fun stuff. Um, then the, normally an, an actual event, which is at least five hours of your day, you know, 
So, obviously, you somehow squeeze in eating and things oh, like yeah. that, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, uh, general life necessities. You know, <clears throat> having a bit of sleep, drinking a coffee, eating some pasta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Right, you've already kind of told me a few things you have planned uh, in the, over the rest of this month and um, into yeah. 20, the end of 2023. But I guess I kind of want to know, how far ahead are you looking? Oh, you, do you have big expectations or plans in place for 2024, continuing as you are at the moment? Yeah, yeah, we've got more artists to sign to the label. We've got artists that are in the works, so we're working on some music for artists. Um, and then I'm looking at future releases with artists on the label. You know, like I don't produce everything on the mm-hmm. label. I'd be, I'd be just constantly in a studio, you know, making music, which wouldn't, which doesn't sound that bad to be honest with you. Um, I'm hoping to get more gigs coming up. You know, play more gigs with the band. I'm going to try and we're going to be looking at you know, shows for the next year and see where we can go with that. Because uh, a lot of the gigs that we do as Anyone's Ghost, I put on. Yeah. Which is which is really fun and really good until I realise that I have to host, do sound, do all the promotion for it, all the marketing and stuff, and then perform as well. Mm. So it's fun and I like the control, but it can be a lot of work, you know. I, 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 yeah, you, I have to ask, and you kind of just, you, you, you like the control, but yeah. have you ever considered the possibility, or is there an option available, something you could do in the future for someone coming on board, maybe from the label part side of things yeah, to help you? I, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this um, a bit recently because I have been constant. Um, it's financially, I, you know, like people have said, asked, people have said you could take an intern on, mm. you don't have to pay them, but it just feels wrong. If someone's doing all the work, you want to pay them something, you know, and the cost the the cost of living hasn't been all that good recently. So, you know, financially, it's not getting easier, is it? So maybe we'll have a see. Yeah, I get uh, you. I know there's grants and fund, funding available for that kind of thing. So I'm going to have a little look into all that and kind of figure it out. No, but I'm glad you take that. I'm glad you have that perspective because, you know, I'm making a face because I, you know, I kind of sit in that same camp where it's like, yeah, you could take it on an intern and yeah, you don't have to pay them. But yeah, don't don't feel right. <laughs> no, no, someone's doing work to, to benefit you. You know, like I always get, I always pay everyone for the gigs. I always make mm. sure that even if we haven't sold loads of tickets for a gig, I'll still, I, I'll just go, it's fine. I'm not that asked. We can... Can you can have money and i'll just go from there do you know what i mean no i get I, you it's good paid, you know for doing what they want, want i never want to like i said i never want to wish uh more work stress on you or anything like yeah. that but i am glad to hear that you are going to be so busy you know that's only better than hearing oh i don't really know and yeah no, of course yeah yeah I'm, i've got to the point now in my life where if i'm not doing something every like every day to benefit myself or the label or the artist then i just get really stressed so fair enough well i'm not going to keep you much longer then so you can get back to that side of things but this is the next part 
And this is Ozzy Osbourne. And in his head are randomized cards of anything and everything uh, yeah. that we've chosen to just write him. We're going to ask you some. There are also, now it's being filled up as well with bands. Other bands and artists asking questions themselves. But okay. it's random. You might get one, you might not. We shall see. Okay. Oh, I've just dropped it. Hold on. There we <laughs> go. Number five. What is the first thing you do after you wake up? Write a to-do list for the for the day. Yeah, first thing. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been so scared you've closed your eyes and run away? Um, I don't think so. Mm. I'd, I'd like, to, I'd like to. I played a gig. I, the the headline with anyone's ghost was very. I was very nervous for it. There was nearly a hundred people in the room on probably one of the biggest days of my life. And mm. I didn't look up from the stage till the fifth song. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people here. And looked straight back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, amazing. <laughs> oh, okay, you've actually, right, you've got one of the band ones. So Chris Towning, the guitarist of the hardcore band Suffocate Faster, asked mm. this. As a parent, um, if you are one now or if you would be one in the future, do you think you yeah. would hand your child an iPad? And it's basically about that kind of interaction. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I think maybe not at a young age, but as they get older, I'd like to think that I would give them the freedom to do to, to benefit from technology. You know, there's a lot of people who say that technology is bad for young people, but there's a lot of benefits to it as well, you know? There is. Um, part of the discussion came about because he's uh, 40 years old and I'm 39, yeah. so we both grew up in the um, 80s and 90s, so obviously yeah. technology wasn't as strong then, so there was a lot no, more yeah. go out source stuff. Yeah. Mm. Okay, 34. Do you believe in ghosts or spirits? I don't know. That's it. Mm. I have no evidence proven yes, and I have no evidence proven proven no. So I would have to sit in a fence. <laughs> yeah, I would have to sit on a fence. If I saw well, a ghost, I would probably go. I probably believe in a ghost. That's what I was gonna. I was gonna follow yeah. up by saying, what would it take? Yeah. Do you think to convince you either or? Probably seeing one. So yeah, and that's not that's not likely to happen, but there you go. Maybe one day. Yeah, you never know. Absolutely. Okay, 78. All right. In that same vein, do you think aliens have ever come to Earth? Oh. It's yeah, probably. It's yeah. unlikely that we are alone in the universe. But you think that you think they've came come here? Yeah, probably. Okay. 32. What is your go-to cocktail? Oh, what would you order? Oh, I don't really drink cocktails, but Ooh. I have had some in the past. And I don't even know what it's called. A mojito. A mojito. Oh, yes, classic. Nice and sweet. Yeah. It's a classic. I still enjoy a good mojito. Yeah. Okay. Um, 66. This is a very big one. So feel free to kind of cheat and just throw out a couple. Who is the greatest vocalist ever? Oh, 
Mm. Oh, that is a difficult one. Yeah. I'm so used to people saying he's the greatest guitarist. Uh, that is a difficult one. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say Dio's definitely in there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Ozzy as well, you know. And Stevie Nicks. Good call. Very, very good. Very good. Um, you know, I think I'm going to change that question after this. I'm going to change it to be a bit more, oh, who are three of the three yeah. vocalists that you think are great? Just sort of stops yeah. putting people in that position. Okay. Um, right, what we got next? Uh, number 80. What is something you just find so boring, but others tend to love? Um, Marvel movies. Well, I, I don't find them boring. But I just don't get the hype of it. Like, I, fair enough, but it's just not for me. Fair enough. No, no, I'm smiling. I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree with you. Um, oh, God, this is a bit unfair, really, but considering what you've already told me. But number 18, are you a social media addict? So try and look at this from the personal point of view, from your personal social media use. Yeah, I'd say a little bit, personally. But every time I use it, I am kind of looking for bands or thinking about work. So in a way. To be fair, it works. I mean, you, you're using it in that way. It, to me, that's less egregious than just as you doom scrolling, scrolling and seeing what the latest yeah. trends are on Twitter or whatever. Okay, one more. 63. What is a topic that you are quite argumentative about? Hmm. I had this debate the other day and this mm -hmm. debate revolved into a, uh, me asking a lot of people, but someone said to me, they were going to get, <laughs> they were going to get a pizza and they're going to put fish on it. And I just don't think that's a, I just don't think that's a good call at all. I know that we had the whole pineapple on pizza debate, but I just think that fish on pizza, it just doesn't seem right. Did did the argument at any point did it did I presume it descended into what types of fish potentially? Because you know there are some that I think, good God, don't put that on pizza, but some of them yeah. kind of like maybe that could work. I just don't think that really any, any. would. I just don't think the texture is right for it. And I don't think no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't think it's a good call. It is as a debatable as the pineapple one. I will I will agree with yeah. you there. Um yeah okay um right so anybody that wants to kind of understand follow listen to what you're doing you are all over social media you are a very very easy artist to find thankfully from because of all the uh pies you have your fingers in effectively but is there anything specific that you would like to ask um an audience what they could do to support you um i think that uh, the majority of it is you know like merchandise or tickets you know just kind of coming to shows, you know, showing support for local musicians. And that's yeah. kind of the most important because that's that's kind of the hardest thing to do is to kind of, it, it can be quite difficult for people to commit to things, especially in today's modern society. You know, I understand, I can really understand. I, I, I can't commit to many things. Mm -hmm. 
like even just coming to a show and hanging out and having a good laugh, you know, I think that's the most important thing nowadays. Absolutely well said. Okay, Michael, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website, where reviews, news, and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at GBHBL. Just search for GBHBL and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.